When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In today's show, the Bitcoin price holds on to $17,000 into Fed Powell speech as GBTC jumps to multi-month highs. I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. And this just in breaking news, Cameron Winklevoss just tweeted earn update an open letter to the board of DCG, the digital currency group. Now the Gemini co-founder said says the $2.8 billion Genesis defrauded Gemini and over 340,000 of their users. And a reminder, not your keys, not your cheese. Also in today's show, Coinbase to cut yet another 20% of its workforce in the second wave of layoffs. That's right. The exchange announced a further restructuring plan that involves reducing its workforce by 950 employees to cut operational costs amid this bear market. Also in today's show, breaking news, former FTX chief engineer wants a deal with U.S. authorities. I'll be breaking down this latest report as the FTX saga continues to unfold. Also more breaking news, we'll be discussing why Justin Sun's stablecoin, USDD, is struggling to maintain its dollar peg and what this means. Also in today's show, is there a bull trap ahead? Well, crypto analyst who called the last collapse says a crypto rally will turn into a massive correction and warns us that the Bitcoin price can drop another 30% from the current price, taking us down to around that $12,000 mark. Also in today's show, analysts who called the May 2021 Bitcoin crash says Bitcoin is on track for a major breakout and shares how high it can soar. Quoting him here, on the basis of the LGC, which is the log- logarithmic growth curve, which has stood the test of time for four years, Bitcoin can easily do a 10x over the next couple of years, which is indicative that Bitcoin can ascend to $160,000 by January 2025. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone just tuning in. Today is podcast episode number 1159. I am your host, JV. Today is January 10th and we have lots to cover. So let's start by checking out Coin360 and do some market watch. As you can see, Bitcoin, one of the top cryptos actually still in the green, maintaining above $17,250, up 0.32% for the day. We have Ether, Binance Coin, XRP, Cardano, and Doge all pulling back, back in the red. But Ether still maintaining above 13 
$1,300 after we've seen a pretty nice pump in the last couple of days, especially for the alts. Also, checking out coinmarketcap.com, we can see the current crypto market cap sitting at $853 billion with $39 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance 39% even with the Ether dominance at 19.1%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, Aptos up a whopping 25% for the day, trading at $5.73, followed by Woo Network. Is that any relation to Willy Woo? I highly doubt it, but up 17% for the day, trading above 18 cents, and Lido Dow up 4.5%, trading just under 2 bucks. Below that, we have Chili's, GMT, and Shiba Inu, and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, a sea of green, which we all love to see, Gala up a whopping 138%, backed on the news of The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, and another, I think it was Mark Wahlberg with their gaming coin, which was big news, FTT, which is the native token of FTX, is even up a whopping 58%, and Lido Dow up almost 60%, massive gains for the alts, and checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we can see we're currently rated at 26 in fear, yesterday at 25 in extreme fear, last week a 26 in fear, and last month a 26 in fear, so there you have it, let me know if you're currently short-term bullish or bearish on the King Crypto before we dive right here into our Bitcoin technical analysis for the day. And I want to do another quick little check in the chat and get say what's up to Johnny Midas, ESP, SpongeBob, Jeff Sailing with Twins, Digital Dankness, BitBud, Unschool, Mikey. We got a lot of the crypto fam here with us in the house, which I love to see. But with that being shared, here we go. Let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Bitcoin stayed above 17K January 10th as risk assets awaited fresh cues on policy from U.S. Federal Reserve. Here you're looking at the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Now, data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and TradingView showed Bitcoin consolidating after hitting almost 17,400 on Bitstamp the day prior, its highest since December 16th. Uh, Bitcoin gained in line with gold early in the week, seeing a slight cool off as U.S. stock markets also lay in wait for potential Fed catalysts. Now, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell was due to speak at the Central Bank Conference on the day, with the bulls hoping for a more dovish tone in the wake of several months of declining inflation. The latest CPI data covering December 2022 was nonetheless not due until January 12th, which is a couple of more days away. And commenting on the short-term Bitcoin price action, quoting crypto analyst Mikhail Vende Pop, Bitcoin rejecting as a crucial area as Powell's speech is approaching yesterday, plus simply crucial resistance zone, probably sweep towards 17,100 before another bounce towards 17,500 for bearish divergence or we long at 16,900. Good volatility, lots of dips on altcoins too. Now, full-time trader George, a popular presence on social media. Meanwhile, I had a potential intraday range with 17,000 as support, quitting him here. Think we could be establishing a new range between 17 and 17.6 for the next couple of days. Let me know if you agree or disagree with these crypto analysts. Elsewhere, there were no signs of relief for the U.S. dollar as strength continued to deteriorate and a potential boost for crypto. The U.S. dollar index threatened to challenge 103 as support for a second day running. Now, let's discuss the Grayscale Bitcoin trust discount reverses despite investor pressure more conspicuous than the modest uptick in the bitcoin spot price was that of the largest bitcoin institutional investment vehicle beginning january 6th the grayscale bitcoin trust began a mark recovery which saw it share price add 17 percent over three days and in doing so the gbtc discount to net asset value spot price narrowed to its smallest 
in several months. In fact, formerly a premium, the negative premium stood at 38.5% on the day, up from record lows of almost 50% on December 13th, according to data from Coinglass. Now, Grayscale's parent company, the Digital Currency Group, continued to field criticism amid a concerted effort from investors to regain access to their cash. That's right, which leads us to our next breaking update. This is brand new from Cameron Winklevoss two hours ago. He shared earn update, an open letter to the board of the Digital Currency Group. And I'm not going to read it all to you, but we know he initially called out Barry Silbert, and now he's saying he wants and demanding Barry Silbert to step down as the CEO. That's right. He says that $2.8 billion Genesis defrauded Gemini and over 340,000 of their users. Let me know who you stand with, Barry Silbert or Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss. And if you missed that video that the dev dropped just the other day, which has been going viral, which it was like Bobby meet Barry. It's absolutely hilarious and you need to check it out. Had me cracking up. I must have watched it at least a dozen times. And of course, I retweeted it on my Twitter. My Twitter user account is Crypto News Yes. So make sure you're also following me on Twitter. But with that being shared, now let's dive into some Coinbase layoffs, which is actually quite interesting. They're cutting more of their staff, and this is literally 950 of their employees, which is definitely not a good look as they're bracing for this crypto winter to continue, obviously, in 2023. So now let's break this down shall we here we go major crypto exchange coinbase is starting 2023 with more layoffs letting go another 20 percent of its employees in a second major wave of layoffs coinbase ceo brian armstrong officially announced on january 10th coinbase will cut 950 jobs just like that as part of the company's measures to reduce the firm's operating costs by 25 percent amid the ongoing crypto winter i'm going to stop it right there because guess what when i reach out to coinbase support it usually takes two weeks for them to respond. So if they're going to cut 950 of their employees and their customer uh, response uh, service was already hideous, I can only imagine how worse it's going to turn into. So it's definitely not a good look. Just stating the obvious. Now, Armstrong emphasized that Coinbase is well capitalized and crypto isn't going anywhere. But the firm has to proceed with layoffs in order to keep the appropriate operational efficiency. Now, as part of the headcount reduction, Coinbase will be shutting down several projects with a lower probability of success, the CEO noted, without specifying which projects will be terminated. Exactly. Again, not a good look. In fact, I believe the recent events will ultimately end up benefiting Coinbase greatly. Sure, Armstrong, referring to the growing regulatory clarity that Coinbase's opportunity is due to the failure of FTX and added the following, but it will take time for these changes to come to fruition, and we need to make sure we have the appropriate operational efficiency to weather downturns in the crypto market and capture opportunities that may emerge. And Coinbase's blog announcement is accompanied by the firm's 8K form filing with the US SEC, which states Coinbase's audited financial statements for 2022 are not yet available. And as part of the restructure and plan to reduce its operational costs, Coinbase expects to spend about $149 million to $163 million, including $58 million and $68 million in cash charges related to employees' severance and other terms. Termination benefits. The company expects execution of the plan to be substantially complete by the second quarter of 2023. The filing notes and the latest layoffs comes months after Coinbase initially reduced its headcount by 18% in June of 2022, with Armstrong citing a starting economic 
recession. So there you have it. Virtually 40% of the Coinbase employees have been cut in the past year as they're embracing for this crypto winter. So it doesn't seem things are going to get any better anytime soon, according to the actions of Coinbase. Now, which centralized exchange, if any, do you currently trust with your precious crypto? Let me know in the comments. As I state all the time, not your keys, not your cheese. And another reminder that self-custody is the answer or forever. Hold your peace because obviously none of these exchanges could be trusted, especially with the continuous contagion going on in the industry. But with that being shared, now the FTX saga continues. Here's the latest updates of what's going on. Unlike FTX Group executives, Caroline Ellison and Gary Wang, who pleaded guilty earlier during the investigation, Nishad Singh, the former chief engineer of the defunct crypto exchange, doesn't have any charges leveled against him. Lucky him. However, as previously reported by Crypto Potato, Singh's GitHub appeared to be tied to FTX's secret Korean account, which has allegedly used for masking the exchanges, liabilities, and dubious practices. It had the same privileges as Alameda's trading accounts, such as exemptions from some of the more stringent risk management policies in place at FTX. Now, <clears throat> unfortunately for Singh, it appears the chickens have come home to roost. According to Bloomberg, the former FTX executive is currently in talks with the SDNY attorney's office. Singh reportedly attended a proffer session meaning that the invited party, although not accused, received limited immunity in exchange for a semi-formal discussion that would allow the court to determine whether they have any information that could be useful to the prosecution. And if it turns out to be helpful, this would allow the court to enter into a plea deal with Singh in return for his cooperation. According to Sarah Paul, a former prosecutor at the Manhattan court, possible witnesses are encouraged to come forth voluntarily as soon as possible, allowing them to get more leniency from the courts than otherwise possible quitting them here. The first person in the door is often going to have a much greater chance of being accepted as the cooperator because there is usually be a greater need for their testimony. Now, while Caroline Ellison and Gary Wang have pleaded guilty to fraud and are cooperating with authorities on the subject, the accusations of money laundering via donations to political campaigns have not made much headway in court, at least not yet. Now, since Singh was reportedly a big league philanthropist and donor himself, it's possible that his tentative cooperation with U.S. authorities could be centered around that side of the court case. Singh funded Democratic candidates to the tune of $8 million in the last election cycle alone. And interestingly, one of the largest donations, $1 million to be exact, was made out to the mine, the Gap, an action committee founded by Sam Bankman-Fried's mother. That's right. And whether this can be a conflict of interest currently is unclear. However, it would definitely be a point of interest for the SDNY prosecutors. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding this? Do you think the former FTX chief engineer is going to be obviously pointing the finger at Bankman Freed, potentially Carolina Ellison and Gary Wang? Or how do you think this is likely to uncover and play out? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day. Justin Tron's stablecoin, which is USDD. Why is it depegging from the US dollar? And should you be concerned? Let's break it down. A stablecoin, which we all know is a crypto that is pegged to a certain fiat. It provides stability for investors of crypto, making transactions easier. Now, USDD, a stablecoin created by the founder of the Tron blockchain, Justin Sun, has been losing its peg to the US dollar.
dollar. According to CoinGecko, USDD is currently trading at 98 cents. Although USDD was designed to be pegged to the dollar like other stable coins, its value has fluctuated between 98 cents and just under 98 cents. Now, as this developed, Sun's crypto exchange, Hobby Global, joined the ranks of the crypto companies that started this year with job cuts. That's right. It's not just Coinbase. Adding to the pressure in the fear, uncertainty, and doubt surrounding Hobby Exchange itself, recent social media posts regarding the exchange shows that Hobby was higher withdrawals than deposits, which strengthened fears of a possible halting of withdrawals. Now, personally, I do not trust this dude whatsoever. Now, USDD is an algorithmic stablecoin, which uses complex algorithmic to keep the price pegged to the dollar. And according to Tron's Dow's blog post about the inner workings of USDD, the stablecoin is not considered depegged by the system when it drops lower or goes higher than a dollar. Interesting. But looking at the charts, the stablecoin is consistently testing its 3% leeway set by the system. All I know is this. If I'm using a stablecoin, I'm not going to be using one which is going to rob me of 3% of its value. You know what I mean? The whole purpose of the stablecoin is for it to be pegged to the dollar. So although the system itself does not consider USDD depegged, this consistency is worrying as any further drop may cause more troubles, obviously, or eventually lead to the fate that befell UST and Luna when it crashed. Now, with investors skeptical skeptical of USDD since its inception, Sun has not done anything as of now, which is clearly because of the current situation at Hobby Global, uh, leaving the reins to the system that governs USDD. As shared here in a tweet, Justin's $1.1 billion withdrawal, it was speculated that this was used to fund Hobby's operations. Likely untrue, the amount is way too large to cover burn rate. Even Twitter running at its most wasteful state only burns at $4 million a month whispers of him cashing out so beyond red alert now sun who is an advisor to hobby global who said to be withdrawing more than a billion dollars which further strengthened the fud surrounding the exchange yeah can say that again i mean that's a billion dollars speculators however believe that the withdrawn funds would be used for the operations of hobby this might be true but it might not as the exchange might be burning through its liquidity as withdrawals continue to mount Due to the recent negative developments, any negative news on Hobby might have an effect on the peg of USDD as well as US, <laughs> USDJ. Now, which stable coins, if any, do you trust the most? Obviously, the largest out there are going to be USDT. We got USDC, which is owned by Circle. There seems to be a lot of FUD over the previous year regarding USDT, uh, USDT Tether potentially collapsing. But I also got to call out that Max Kaiser, he says that uh, Tether USDT is back one-to-one and it's not the problem. And that the problem that we should be alarmed about is USDC. So it's interesting, but let's see how it all plays out. Obviously, there's also BUSD, which is the Binance stablecoin. And there's, you know, the Tron stablecoin from Justin. There's so many out there. We also have DAI, which is an Ethereum stablecoin. Uh, me personally, I would stick with the two biggest ones, USDC or USDT. And I don't say that as I trust them long enough to huddle them for the long term. But I'm saying if you're in a situation and you're looking to do some trading temporarily and you need a stable coin because you don't want to exit crypto and into fiat, maybe for tax purposes, etc., Maybe consider using one of the top ones versus one such as Justin Tron's, which is depegging already in real time from the U.S. dollar. Common sense, right? But with that being shared, now let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss a potential massive correction. And now I'm going to be discussing a massive bull run. So I'm going to be sharing both sides of that coin. 
So let's break this down, shall we? Here we, here we, here we, here we go. The synonymous analyst known in the industry as Crypto Capo tells his 700,000 Twitter followers he's forecasting a market correction even as Bitcoin smashes through that $17,000 mark. Many alts have also experienced a recent surge in value, but Capo warns that Bitcoin is rallying straight into resistance levels just below $20,000 and is more like setting up for another leg down, perhaps to about $12,000, which is more than a 30% decline from its current $17,300 price action. Quoting Capo, zoom out, ask yourself, why am I buying here? Is it because of FOMO? You are seeing random altcoins having random pumps. Same as have been happening since the start of the downtrend and you feel the need to buy, you could think this might be the bottom. However, there is not a single bullish confirmation yet. Just look, it's there right before your eyes. Bearish trend intact. Bitcoin and most of the market are testing broken supports as resistance. We haven't, or we have seen this over and over. I am not buying. And he shares this chart, which you can see on your screen. Check it. Now, Capo is also forecasting a deep dive for the S&P 500, which has held a tight correlation with the crypto market. He predicts that the SPX will plummet as low as 3180 in February before rallying. And at this time, SPX is sitting at 3940, as outlined here in this chart. Now, although Capo is bearish, fellow crypto strategist Calio says the market rally is just starting. Looking at Ethereum, Calio says the smart contract platform is heading for another leg up to $1,400. Ethereum is currently changing just above 1300 so up more than 12 percent from its 1192 low at the start of the year quitting him here this rally is just getting started send it higher and looking at this chart calio is predicting eth will enter the 1500 price action range later this month let me know if you agree or disagree with these analysis from top crypto analysts which leads us to our final story of the day and the moment you have all been waiting for we are going to be discussing a $160,000 Bitcoin price prediction but don't get it twisted it's not happening anytime soon but within the next couple of years as per the strategist so let's break this down shall we crypto analyst known for calling the 2021 Bitcoin collapse thinks the king crypto is on track to break through its longer term diagonal of resistance synonymous trader Dave DeWave tells his 133000 Twitter followers that a technical move over the next month or two could be possibly sufficient for the break of that resistance. Quitting him here, Bitcoin, could a technical move over the next month or two be sufficient to break the longer term diagonal of resistance on track? So far, which he outlines here in these charts, which I'll include in the show notes below the video in the description. Now, Dave also says that pay attention to the time Bitcoin spent below the weekly Gaussian channel. The Gaussian channels are momentum indicators that can be used to identify price tops and bottoms. Quoting him here, periods of time Bitcoin price has been below the weekly Gaussian channel. Nothing too drastic here. And now with Bitcoin currently trading at around 17.3, the top ranked crypto asset by market cap is up about 3% in the past week. Bitcoin remains 75% down from its all-time high of 69,000, which it hit back in November of 2021. And in late December, Dave DeWave said his logarithmic growth curve model indicated Bitcoin can ascend to $160,000 by January 2025. Send it. Quitting him here on the basis of the LGC, which has stood the test of time for four years. Bitcoin can easily do a 10x over the next couple of years. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst. Now, the LGC model is the analyst's attempt to predict the cycle highs and lows of Bitcoin amid changing macroeconomic conditions. So there you have it. How many of you are currently bullish for the King 
crypto heading into the next halving in 2024? Let me know in the comments below. And do you feel that $160,000 can potentially happen within the next couple of years as he predicts? Holla at your boy. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.